Welcome to the road to growth, success of an entrepreneur. We've raised the bar. Learn firsthand from successful business owners and create your own path to success. I'm going to show you how great I am. It's time to hit the road to growth with team lead of the Enriquez Group, Realtor Vinny. Hi, you Road to Growth listeners. Today I have Kelly Evans. She is the founder of the Healing Portal. She's a spiritual coach and she helps out with Reiki, teaches about Reiki, probably a lot more stuff that I probably need to get in tune with so I can better educate you guys. But you know what? She's going to educate you and me on a little more about the healing portal. I appreciate you being here, Kelly. Why, thank you. Good afternoon. What a gorgeous day to be alive, huh? Oh, can't complain. I mean, someone probably has it worse than us, but you know what's good where we have it. Um, so yeah, so tell us a little more. So you, spiritual coaching, healing the mind. And then I guess with Reiki, you help more kind of with the body. Is that kind of like the idea of the whole, whole package? So not quite. I'd like to treat the client as a holistic being. And in doing that, we have to address mind, body, spirit, energetics, and physical. So um, I started out as a massage therapist long, many years ago, 2003. And I discovered that you know, quickly I was guided to or led to more opportunities to learn additional ways to help people. Mm. And I have since then discovered that I really think energy is the way to go because I have seen time and time again on a personal level that a lot of the things that get in our way starts mm. on a physical and on energetic level and then moves on into a more denser way of um, intruding on our forward movement. So if we address on the energetic level, along with how it's showing up in your world, we have a better, it's like a shotgun approach, kind of like, so I can, you, I use herbs, I use homeopathics, I use flower essences, I use Reiki, which is an amazing healing ability. Um, I'm certified in probably about five different energy techniques, including quantum uh, energetic disciplines. So when you think about it, the more that the quantum uh, physicists are finding out about how we move in this world and how we operate, it just makes sense that we would be able to address things on an energetic level for huge, huge success in terms of healing, moving stuckness um, and getting out of your own way. Now, now before we before we got on here, we talk a little bit again behind the curtain. We talk a little bit before, I and mean, then we go into the podcast. So my my understanding of Reiki was basically a Google search, of, and I saw a bunch of pictures, and it didn't seem like there was any any actual physical interaction. It was mostly pictures of um, hands off a little bit, and kind of like a um, some kind of source, I guess, heating the body or or whatnot. Can you just, I guess, describe a little more? Is it a, is it a physical touch? Is it more of kind of a, a heat source or what's Reiki, I guess, to layman? Okay. So that's a great question. Now you can affect change and healing uh, by not touching. And you can certainly do the work remotely, meaning I can send to Reiki anywhere in this world. Um, yes. And I have testimonies to show how effective that can be. But when a client comes to me in person, I touch because we are a touch deprived society. Of course, I always check in. Is it all right with you? The person is clothed. 
And what their experience often is, is warmth from my um, hands and perhaps a tingling, perhaps uh, just a sense of, um, I like to think of it as sunlight to a plant. So my energy field has been gifted in such a way to bring in life force energy. So Reiki is spiritual wisdom, uh, spiritual life force energy, but it's very, very wise. So I've been gifted in such a way that I can run that energy. I bring from source. It's not a religious thing. It's a spiritual practice. It's a healing practice. And then it flows through my hands, uh, sometimes my eyes, sometimes my heart chakra uh, into the person. And as I said, they, they have a sense of well-being. They feel it's like providing extra juice for that person to do it, their own healing. Because ultimately, you are your own healer. You really are. You can get help. You can get guidance. You can get some extra juice. But healing is ultimately up to you. Because if, and I've had this happen before, I've had people come in determined that I wasn't going to be able to help them or that nobody could help them. And sure enough, that's exactly what happens. So once you understand that you're ultimately responsible for your own health, then we can help you move towards that goal. Now, you talked about the idea that you originally were um, uh, in the massage therapy sector before you got into to this, correct? Well, I was originally in corporate. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, let's let's rewind then. Let's let's go back all the way to to a young Kelly. Was young Kelly into kind of a spiritual well being? Was she into kind of the massage? Who was a young Kelly? So, okay, this would probably be one of those hurdles you were talking about. Young Kelly was a very troubled youth. And uh, young Kelly was, um, well, I was out of the house by the time I was 14. However, yeah, and had some very difficult challenges through my life. But as a result of that, I sought healing for myself. Um, and... I think that oftentimes you'll find that healers is called the wounded healer syndrome were are trying to heal themselves and found that they had, um, you know, an interest, a uh, investment, a knack, um, a gift. So I've always had um, extraordinary abilities, shall we say, but they were unable to come to the surface because I was in a, our family was very dysfunctional and it was pretty much about trying to stay alive. And um, so through the years um, I got lost down a path of drug use uh, for quite a while, but it was kind of a strange thing because I was still able to maintain and I did well in corporate, but I was trying to heal in a, a not so healthy way uh, with the drugs and um, just trying to find my way. And then pretty soon in 2000, I started to realize that it was truly my calling. I mean, everybody in corporate would laugh because I was giving them herbs or I was giving them recommendations of how to fix something, how to change, how to shift, how to be better. And um, when my company relocated to Dallas, I'm in Southern California now, I had already been in Texas and I didn't feel like it was a really good move for me next. And it was almost like that fork in the road. All right. Now on your deathbed, 
Are you going to look back on multi-million dollar software implementations, which I loved the work. I loved it. And I was really good at it. And I loved my job, but there was an inner calling. There was a, is this satisfying your soul? And I knew that it, it didn't, it wasn't on my deathbed. I want to look back and know that I really did some good. I, I value added to people's lives. And that's when I decided to take the healing route, much to the horror of almost everybody who knew me because I was on the path of, you know, uh, management. But I knew that it wasn't going to be, it wasn't going to ultimately satisfy my soul. So I started with massage and then was quickly moved into the energy work because it was like, let's move through this now. Let's rewind a little bit. So you talked about age of 14, leaving the house, getting into drugs. Was it hard drugs? And what kind of drugs are you talking about? So I was shooting cocaine at one point. Now, I mean, I've heard with like, I mean, maybe not necessarily cocaine, but like mushrooms and those kind of avenues can be a, a good way of having your own spiritual journey. Absolutely. Was there anything that you were getting out of those highs that, I mean, it's a different high now, but I mean, is there anything that looking back on it that you were kind of going towards or, or glimpsing into to what you feel now, or is that way off totally different spectrums? No, you are so right on track there. So this is, um, I started teaching teenagers not too long ago because I realized if I had found energy work, or Reiki before I had found drugs, I would have saved myself about 10 years and a lot of money and a lot of brain cells because it really is that very same euphoria. Mm -hmm. it, it's just amazing. So I've had a couple of classes of teens go through and I feel confident that they are now armed and um, on their way to much greater heights than if they had maybe stumbled down the high school path into the possibility of drugs. So yes, you have, you've got it nailed right there. It is, it's a form of euphoria that can be achieved through a spiritual connection that people are probably seeking in drugs. Hmm. Now going back, I mean, and I think there's a, a lot that we, we kind of skipped over and you're talking about the idea that you were, shooting up uh, cocaine, yet you made it to the corporate world and moving up the ranks there and now building, starting your own business. There's usually either a, a mentor or a really low moment that pushes you and says, either I'm going to go farther up or I'm going to go straight down. Was there a moment like that that pushed you into the path to corporate world and the path to where you are or what happened there? So, um, hmm, that's a good question. So in terms of getting off of the drugs, there was simply a moment that I was done. And this is why I really have kind of a unique approach to, you know, if people are having substance abuse problems is not necessarily my target audience, because what I have learned is it's called the principle of readiness until you're ready to be done. You can pay for all the rehabs that you want, but that's it. You have to be mentally and ready to be done. I just woke up one morning. I was done. I was, oh, wow. I was low. I didn't want to be any lower. I didn't like who I was. And that was it. I was done. I got um, 
after work support in terms of, um, you know, drug support, but I continued working and um, they were pretty amazed that I was able to get off of the needle by myself. And I did. Uh, it took me a little bit longer to get off of the, the snorting and the smoking, but I did. And then um, the, the fork in the road in terms of moving fully into being a healing, a healing practitioner came when I was offered a reload to Texas. That was just the, that was kind of the come to mama moment was like, okay, now wait a minute. Does this fill my soul? Hmm. You know? And I, as I said, I love my job. I was great at it. Um, and I knew ultimately that it, it checked all the boxes except for the soul one. Hmm. Do you, is there, was there ever any moments? I mean, when you look at the, some people have a posture syndrome, right? Where they're yeah, going imposter syndrome where they're saying, why are these people listening to me? I mean, being that you came through something very traumatic, and now you're helping other people and bringing them to the next level. Do you ever question of, of why they listen to me? Or was there ever a time when that happened? Or is it, you know what, I've earned the ability to help these people? I think um, I understand what you're saying. And probably in the beginning, I felt a little bit of that, you know, because I was still healing. I'm still healing. Yeah. I, you know, I think you heal until the moment you leave this planet. I mean, that's mm -hmm. kind of the whole plan, I think. Otherwise, it's like a shark. Mm -hmm. You know, if you stay still, you die. Um, I think probably in the beginning, but now I have had enough feedback from people. I feel confident in my um, abilities to affect change. And mm -hmm. um, honestly, I have earned my stars. Um, there's not almost anything at walk in that door that I haven't can't relate to or haven't done or, you know, whatever it is. But what I do have is immense amount of compassion. And I'm quite skilled in being able to help people move through stuckness. That's what brings people to me. They're stuck. Mm. They're stuck in their career, their relationship, their health, their spiritual path. And oftentimes what I discover is the people who've been on the planet a little bit longer, say 40 and above, maybe they usually take something happening in their life to realize, Oh, wait a minute. My life isn't working. It's not flowing. There's I, something's not working. And it's usually a divorce. Um, oftentimes it's a really nasty physical condition. But I'm noticing that the, the younger people are more in tune and they're just recognizing, ah, I don't know exactly what it is, but I feel stuck. And it's fascinating to me because they are, you know, being able to miss a lot of painful stuff and get redirected re, uh, into a healthier place. So um, I find that hopeful. It feels like we're um, evolving to some degree with a higher level of uh, frequency, vibration, um, maybe even cellular structure. You know, on some level, I think we're moving from ultimately, you know, not, not tomorrow, uh, but homo sapien to homo luminous. And what that means is holding more light, you know, being being maybe not in a 3D dimension, maybe four, maybe five, but we're holding or more bringing in more light so that we can be a higher vibration. Because what's happening on this planet right now isn't sustainable. 
we need to be less dense, less obtuse. We need to be more in tune with um, the world around us. It's a symbiotic relationship and we've not been treating it that way. I guess going back to your idea of to this, this day now, more of a, I guess a younger generation is more open or enlightened to the idea. Is that kind of what you're, you're portraying in with regards to uh, what you teach with your spiritual, spiritual awakening and things like that. Is that kind of the idea? Yes. So, and then keep in mind, there's a, you know, artificial filter on this in the sense that I see who comes in through my door. So they're huh. already, you know, uh, attracted by some to, for some reason, you know, something resonates for them. So I can only speak for who I see coming through the door, but yes, I see, much more aware uh, young people coming in, much more um, already wanting to be good people and and uh, and do what's right and do what it takes to be uh, in a better healing state. Well, I mean, I, I would think, and I could be totally wrong. I mean, if, if I talk to my... One of my sisters, I have a couple sisters, and, and they. One of my sisters is fully on board with with all this, and knows a lot more than I do. But if mm -hmm. I talk to my my grandfather when he was if he was still living, he would say this is hogwash, right? I mean, oh, and and I think that it's it's my. I don't know if it's if the same generation or, or thir younger generation twenty years ago maybe would be as enlightened, I guess, compared to the generation of the day. What do you think that's due to? Is it more information out there? Is it, I mean, where do you think that, that I guess enlightenment comes from or the openness of that comes from? Well, social media for one, definitely. Okay. I mean, it's in, we'll have a, a run on a certain gem like carnelian or uh, something like that. And I'll, I'll, I'll discover is something's happened on TikTok. It just okay. cracks me up. But Instagram is, you know, just proliferates, right? So with the advent of the social medias, the, people are catching fire to, I call it the flavor of the day. But in this case, the spiritual expansion has really um, weathered the storm in terms of years and years. When I first started doing Reiki um, back in 2003, um, people had never heard of it. Right. And they were like, you know, oh, what is that? But if I would do a tiny bit of Reiki at the end of a massage, they would have been relaxed through the massage, but then they were out, you know, drooling out, relaxed. And that's the goal. We want, I mean, not the drooling part, but we want them to be um, from sympathetic, which is flight or fight, to parasympathetic, which is rest and digest. Hmm. And, you know, more and more, we don't get the message that says that we're safe, you know, throughout our regular life. So we have to seek it out. Um, let's see. I'm sorry. I'm getting a little bit lost. Your, what was your question again? What, what do you um, uh, put as the reason why a younger generation or generation in general is becoming yeah. more enlightened by this stuff? Yeah. So it just seems to be uh, popular. I see it everywhere. I see it on Instagram. I see it on Facebook. I see you know, people seeking tools, uh, crystal tools, uh, meditation, yoga, 
uh, yoga has really um, ushered in quite a bit of awareness because it starts to bring people back into their body. Whereas we have a tendency to be almost anywhere but in our body because we're in flight or fight. So it's really hard to be fully present. So there's just been a series of flavors of the day, so to speak, or um, societal interests um, that have created, you know, a shift in that direction. I mean, I would think, I mean, I think more people are probably open to the idea of this, right? Because you're saying social media, but then there's probably even outliers of the people that are negative to this, this topic. Does that ever happen to you when you put stuff on social media or is it usually a uh, friendly faces, friendly people around it? Because, I mean, I had a, uh, a vegan YouTuber on here and- uh -huh. You know, you would think it's vegan. It's, it, it's my life, my choice, whatever, right? But then there's also polarizing things where people will attack them, I guess, because it's something different, I guess. Is that ever happen with with this or is that not really the case where you market your things out there? Well, I so in the beginning, I was really eager to share this. I have a, a real affinity for seniors, for older people, and so I you know, do what I, even after I left corporate, I did consulting work and I would help seniors with bookkeeping, that type of thing. Um, so when I became a massage therapist and a Reiki practitioner, I contacted some of the independent living places around because I'm aware that, you know, elders in this country are marginalized for one. And if you've lost your spouse, I mean, where do you get you know, attention, where do you get? Anyway, so I was trying to bring massage and Reiki to the senior community, and I was met with a fair amount of uh, fear, um, hogwash statements, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Yes. So although, you know, like I said, Dr. Oz is talking about Reiki on the magazines at the grocery store. So I think Oprah and Dr. Oz and those kinds of people, and then the cancer um, centers are pushing Reiki to help people move through the chemo. So I think that all of this stuff is getting a little bit more accepted, but you're always going to have those people who are like, you know, that's a bunch of fooey. <laughs> when you first started, I guess, I mean, I, I would think it'd be, different now, but when you first started and you're putting yourself out there, right. And you're getting those people of the negative, how did you push yourself through? How did you allow yourself to take it and keep pushing forward? Cause that's be deflating. I think for people, if you're starting your business and you're getting these negative, negative notes. Well, what were you doing to kind of push through it? Well, okay. I do have to say when I first, you know, I was still doing some consulting for my um, company when I left them. And I was starting to build my healing business, but I really noticed how important I felt it was to keep them very separate. Mm. And I imagined that I would get uh, not great responses from my corporate colleagues around it. And I noticed that I um, tried to keep it separate for many, many years. And now at one point I just said, that's it. This is who I am. I don't really care what anybody says. So um, I just had to come to a decision that 
uh, public opinion can't supersede my soul song, so to speak. And I use that term to indicate one of the many things I came here to accomplish, which was to bring a level of normalcy to energy healing and to accomplish as much healing with people um, on this planet that I can. And I say with, meaning I want them to partner with me in their healing. I don't mm -hmm. want to be their magic fairy uh, godmother because I'm not. <laughs> Where did that strength come from? I mean, you it was it internal? Was it a mentor? Was it family, friends? I mean, where was? It was a lot of personal growth. It was a lot okay. of personal work on myself because if I didn't couldn't pull that up out of my gut, I couldn't walk the talk. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I had to be all in here, and that took. A tremendous amount of work because you know just my childhood had left me in a, a pretty fragmented state in terms of my self-worth and my confidence and it it's hard work it was very hard work but it was important for me to be authentic mm -hmm. in in how i felt about things and when i finally turned off the corporate profile and just shined as is it was such a relief i couldn't believe how much weight i carried trying to be two different lives two different people you know um so it was hard work did you feel a difference with your your business when you were able to take on that power and allow the two worlds to, to mend together Absolutely. It was like I unkinked the hose. Things began flowing much more readily. And it was because I wasn't conflicted, right? I'm co-creating with the universe in every moment around my life. And because of my conflict, I was cutting off the flow of the universe to me. And once I just, here I am, folks, this is what I do. And I believe powerfully and strongly in what I do, uh, the universe is like, okay, let's, let's get this show on the road. If let's say we were talking in, in five years from now, <laughs> Kelly, where do you, you plan to be and where does do your, where do you plan to have your brand be at that point? So, um, this year I'm hoping to, I provide Reiki infused, which is, um, healing in itself, uh, jewelry and crystals and spiritual tools. So I hope to have a, a online empire in five years. I hope to have retreat centers uh, here in this country and in Brazil and hopefully in Portugal. And those would be complete wellness centers. That would be the whole shebang that would be vegan, dare I say, vegan uh, foods, uh, yoga, uh, teaching Reiki, teaching how to consciously create your dot, 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 hmm. your relationships, your career, your financial abundance, your personal growth, whatever that may be. And I would really like to be traveling and teaching and speaking. So that's my vision for five years. And let's face it, I'm, I'm sort of on the short plan these days because it Took me a little while to roll on up to this place. So um, I anticipate things to move quite quickly. And 
and with ease and grace. That's my goal. Well, talking about the, I mean, it took you a little while to get to this point. If you could give any advice to me, your younger self that was going through all that uh, heartache and, um, and issues, is there any advice you would give to that person? So, yes. And that is follow your joy because I spent and wasted a lot of time looking outside of myself for indications of how am I doing? You know, is this right? Is this how I should do it? Is this where I should go? What I've discovered in my many years on this planet is that you will find your way readily if you continue to tune in to what brings me joy. And that means even if it is contraintuitive to anything else, like leaving a really good paying job at corporate and starting your own healing business, even if it means that, follow your, follow your joy. What brings you joy? I love helping people. I love people coming back and saying, oh my gosh, that blah, 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 you told me to do really made a difference and thank you. That feeds me because that person is now moving with ease and grace along her trajectory, his trajectory. Um, so joy. How, how do you weigh the, the instant gratification of the joy and the future gratification of the joy? So mean like the, you know, if, the quick hit of a, a drug or a quick hit of something compared to, you know, working the working the career for something greater than you. I mean, how do you balance out those, those two? Boy, that's a toughie. Um, well, as I said, in terms of the drugs, honestly, I, I think if, if you can be cognizant of other ways of achieving a sense of um, euphoria, a sense of um, well-being, because that's what we're really looking for is a sense of well-being mm -hmm. one way or another. I mean, we just get off on a, a tangent in a way that, you know, my parents were alcoholics. So for me, that was already um, patterned for me. This is mm -hmm. how you fix your problems. This is how you, you know, get what you need. Um, if I think that there's enough influence in the, um, our societal sphere in terms of other al alternatives. So, so I would just say that's a really tough one because I'm, I'm stuck between it's a principle of readiness. Some people have to walk that path. I know now that I had to walk that path so that I would have the greatest of compassion, uh, for people. I just, you know, I look back and think, geez, I wish I hadn't wasted 10 years or blah, blah, blah. But when it gets right down to it, there's not a day that I don't pull out some tool I got from those times. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of stuck between knowing that some of this has to play out, even if it appears to be the wrong journey, and then finding that strength to keep checking in on where, how does that feel for me? How does that feel for me? Because that takes courage in this society it really does because we're you know getting influenced and there's instagram influencers and there's this that and the other now how does that feel for me i'm important enough to value my feeling and uh, opinion and you know and it's literally a body feeling you know when they say heartache or um 
gut feeling. There's a reason for that. It's our bodies giving us very big clues about what's going on for us. So I can only hope that they are being, and here's the other piece to this, is my belief that we do come in with a certain sense of, I need to walk these these journeys to get some of the lessons that I wanted to get when I came in. So there's some of that that just does need to take place. But if you can find someone who doesn't try to change you, but offers you another, well, why don't you take a look at this? Or why don't you read up on this and see what you think? I think allowing the person uh, space to explore for themselves would be a great way to maybe consider a different trajectory. Hmm. Well, I, I appreciate you being here today. Um, thank you, Kelly. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank, thank. Hopefully, everyone got some some great nuggets of listening here. I know I'm. I know a little bit more about opportunities out there and, and healing before I did uh, before I had this podcast. So hopefully, people listening got some great nuggets. If people are listening and they're looking to expand on what they picked up here, maybe they were that that little girl that you talked about beforehand, and they're looking for another option. What's the best way of them reaching out to you and kind of finding more about? what you're doing, what you have going, even the, if they're local in your area and they want to come to one of your more upcoming markets, what's the best way of them getting more information? Um, so my website's got it all. So it's www.healingportal, all run together, .net. And I've got classes, I've got workshops, I have a outdoor holiday fair coming up this Sunday that's going to be uh, 30 vendors uh, creating these great gifts to give for the holiday season. We don't have to worry about any of those tankers out in the ocean. They're right here and you can support small business. Um, you'll also be watching my uh, shop go online over the next couple months with beautiful crystals and jewelry. So, and I'm always available with uh, through my email, which you can find on the website. So www.healingportal.net. And, and all Kelly's information will be in the show notes. Thank you guys for listening. Please subscribe, please share, and go find Kelly. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to The Road to Growth, Success of an Entrepreneur. Please like, subscribe, and stay connected. Visit www.TheEnriquezGroup.com. Yeah, I created a website. Hope to see you again next week. The Enriquez Group, signing off.